question is, are you Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Wrestling Heads Radio. You got the boy Skits, and I am here with my co-host. We got the boy Nate. What's up, Nate? How's it going, Skits? Man, you know, it's been a crazy week for professional wrestling. A lot of it shocking, really has. A lot of shocking things happening over there down in uh, NXT that we got to talk about today. Oh, yeah. When you talk about shock the system, well, damn, well, damn it, they shocked the system, all right. Yeah, well, I got some things to say about that a little later. We'll get to it. Definitely, man. A um, lot to talk about. Of course, we'll go back and uh, recap NXT Vengeance Takeover. Uh, we'll also talk a little uh, NXT Weekly Show, of course. We'll get into SmackDown. Also, not too much, but we'll um, give an update what's going on with the Elimination Chamber on Raw. We'll talk about that. We'll uh, also talk about Elimination Chamber as a whole, period. So SmackDown, we'll get to that, too. We'll we, we also uh, get into a little AEW talk, a little bit of what's going on over there. I know uh, me and Tom talked about a, a certain storyline uh, last week that... Uh, we thought that would happen, and it's looking like that's going to happen, so we'll get to that later. We'll also talk a little bit about New Japan Pro Wrestling. We'll give up, give you guys the news of what's going on. And uh, what else? Uh, Progress Wrestling. I know that happened. Uh, I know Nate, Nate watched it today. He'll yeah, probably talk a little bit about that. What was that, Nate? It was a really good show. Yeah. Um, I actually watched a, a few matches, and... Uh, interesting on uh, what they got going uh i feel like it's kind of like a development kind of to to get to nxt uk which we'll talk about later yeah uh, also uh we will talk a little bit about nxt evolve i know that's the thing that's uh been on my timeline want to talk about that later uh you got anything else um we could go over the New Japan shows that are, I think, supposed to happen next weekend. There's nothing slated for this weekend. 
So if you want to wait for next week's show, we can do it then. But that's totally up to you. We yeah, we'll probably we'll, we'll we'll probably give you guys the dates on the show, and next week we'll definitely get more in depth with it. Uh, also, I want to speak on uh, something that Tony Khan said. Uh, he's willing to work with any promotion, which we'll get into that later. But let's start off with NXT, shall we? Let's go. NXT Vengeance Takeover uh, definitely happened this past weekend. Before I get into it, your thoughts on the show as a whole? Um, top to bottom, I thought it was a really, really good takeover. Um, the best one since um, fans went away and everything kind of happened. The world uh, kind of ended. Um, or is at a standstill right now, but in this era, um, I don't know if you want to call it the COVID era, the pandemic era, whatever, probably the best takeover they've done. Where? So let's go ahead and uh, talk about Vengeance Day's results. We start off with none other than the women's the women's um, Dusty Rose Classic finals match. You have the team of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez against Amber Moon and Shashi Blackheart. Uh, I'll, I'll start off with my thoughts on the match. I thought the match was a solid match, you know. Uh, I saw, I, one thing I'm doing to point out, and I don't know if I'm the only one that saw it, but I saw a very aggressive Amber Moon in this match where where we talked about last week about you saying a possibility of Emerald Moon turning on uh, Shotzi Blackheart uh, would happen. I'm like, yo, uh, Ember's very aggressive here. Is there a possibility? I don't know if I'm the only one that saw that. No, I definitely saw that too. Like, I'm like, hold up. Like, what's going on here? Like, this is not like Ember to be a baby face and be very aggressive in the rain like this, but she definitely put in her all in this match. Shotzi Blackheart did her thing too. Dakota Kai. Um, Raquel Gonzalez still looking better as ever every uh, week as she gets in the ring. And uh, we have the winners and the winners. And we I'm pretty sure all of us said that these girls were going to win. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez as the new and first women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic champions. How'd you feel about the match? I thought it was solid, um, kind of sloppy in some spots. Amber Moon is really, really good. Um, she has the tendencies to be kind of sloppy, but um, same with Shotzi. But uh, overall, I thought the match was really, really good. Kind of fell apart in a few spots, but a great effort from all four of these women. So I thought it was a good opener. Yeah, and um, we are, um, I believe everybody that was on the show during the, the prediction show, we are, say Raquel and uh, Dakota Kai will win, and uh, they came up with the victory. So let's go ahead and move on to the next matchup. So the next matchup, we moved from the tag team match between those two to... Shit, I'm trying to find the damn results. <laughs> damn results. I don't know why it's not showing me. Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. There we go. I've got it right in front of me. Johnny Gargano and 
Kashida going at it with the one on one, and uh, I it was okay, man. It was solid. Um, not the best Johnny Gargano takeover match because we all know they call him Johnny Takeover, which is kind of getting old. Uh, the match was solid, and I'm surprised that they had Johnny Gargano go over. I'm not meaning more of his bullshit on uh, NXT, but uh, 24 minute match or almost 25 minutes. Johnny Gargano matches are always long, always kind of whatever. Um, I was hoping they'd get in and out within like 15 minutes, but they didn't. But uh, yeah, Johnny Gargano wins, so he defends his title. Now we'll see where it goes and who he loses it to, because I hope he loses it soon so he can get out of NXT. Well, the North American title was mentioned on the weekly show, which we'll get to later. Yep. Uh, so it's a possibility something will happen with that. Uh, moving on, the Grizzled Young Veterans versus MSK and the Dusty Rose Men's Finals. Now, this is probably the match of the night, in my opinion. Uh, MSK pulled out all their stops. If anybody's seen these guys in the independents, they pull out all their stops in big time matches, especially at PWG. Uh, they put out every fucking move that they can. They both did their finishers. They both uh, did their hot, their like high spots. Uh, even fucking the Grizzle Young veterans did their thing. Like I thought, everybody was on point in this match. Uh, definitely a great match, match of the night for sure. Uh, how, how, how'd you feel about it? I really enjoyed this match. Um, at the beginning, beginning of it, I, well, beginning of the tournament, I said that I thought that MSK would win and they won the entire tournament when, when they won this match, I thought the match was great. Um, really, really good stuff. And now we'll see what MSK could do, because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, they're going to get a shot at the NXT tag titles now. Yes, sir. So I'm hoping they'll win that match, and we'll see what it goes, where it goes, because they are, in my opinion, the next big tag team in NXT. For sure. They definitely have to be. Um, looks like another tag team that was the big deal, um, they're not the big deal no more, so we'll get to that in a minute. But MSK is definitely a real tag team, and these guys are great. Like I said, they pull out all the stops. Um, what can I say? These guys are just fucking great. Nash Carter, Wesley. Wesley was out there doing, 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 doing it all. Fucking Carter too. I'm like, whoa. Like this is some PWG shit right here. But um, moving on, women's championship match, triple threat, Io Shirai, the champ, versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. I thought this match could have been better, if if you ask me. Match was good. Don't get me wrong, but I thought the match could have been better. Um, kind of disappointed Tony didn't win, but I do understand why Tony didn't win, and she didn't take the fall. Mercedes Martinez took the fall, so... Uh, both these two ladies weren't on the weekly show, so hopefully they'll be on the on the show um, coming up this week, and we'll see what happens with these two because I'm sure these two are going to have a one on one match for the women's championship match. But um, 
like I said, the match could have been better. Not not uh disappointed because everybody out there got their shit in. But uh, definitely looking forward to an Io Shirai Tony Storm match. Um, I thought this match was a precursor to get to the Io Shirai and Tony Storm match. Um, Mercedes Martinez was there to take the fall, which is exactly what happened here. Um, I thought this match sucked. Um, I thought it was a mess from bell to bell, and it really sucks because I was looking forward to it. The uh, table spots or the blown table spot at the end of the match kind of killed it for me. Um, I don't know what happened, but the table just decided to break um, without anything happening, which was actually pretty funny. Um, but it sucked for the match because you could tell that they all got frustrated and they called a good audible. They were able to change the finish on the fly, which when stuff like that happens and let's face it in wrestling, it does. Um, they were able to, uh, come up with a different finish. I would like to know what the original finish was supposed to be because that always intrigues me when, or I always wonder about that kind of stuff when stuff like this happens, but this match was really, really short, and I don't know if it was supposed to be longer, and they decided to cut the time on it because of the blown table spot or what. But, um, yeah, I just, I was expecting more. Um, Tony Storm's one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I was really looking forward to the match, and it just did not deliver for me. Because um, uh, Io, Io Shirai and Tony Storm are probably my two favorite women's wrestlers in the world. EO is probably the best in the world in my opinion. My opinion. Tony would be right next right next to her for sure. I wouldn't agree with that, but they're up there. Who do you think you uh, so so since we're on that subject, who do you think the best women's wrestler is in the world? Thunder Rosa right now. Fuck no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no diss. <laughs> diss. I love Thunder Rosa. All man. three of them are good, but uh... over over ear Sharon? Yes. No, I am yes. sorry. I am yeah. sorry, bro. I am sorry. I I love you, bro, but I don't know. We have to agree to disagree on that They're one. All good. I'm not saying that any of them suck. You know, I love Tony. Um, Io Shirai is great, but uh, in my opinion, Thunder Rosa is right now the best. In my opinion, I feel like Thunder Rosa is great. I feel like she just, her craft has just got better than what she was before. That's just me. That's just me. I, this is a, this is the type of conversations that I love here on Wrestling Heads Radio when we, we can, you know, uh, explain why we think this person's better or this person's not better. Uh, this is the type of shit that, type of conversations that I like to have with a person like Nate, because a person like Nate, you know, he's real super into into professional wrestling. So, but let's just move on. I'm more entertaining when it sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. Two gentlemen that are probably two of the best to do it uh, when it comes to... Uh, for sure, Professional for sure. wrestling. Huh? I said for sure, for sure. Totally in agreement there. And uh, these guys went to war, uh, killed it uh, from start to bottom. <coughs> uh, of course, you know, it 
it, it was definitely going to be some drama by the end of this match, for sure. So Finn definitely comes up with the win. Uh, at the end of the match, you know, he's he's uh, about to head to the back. You know, he does his taunt to uh, Pete Dunne. And, of course, here comes Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. They attack him. Uh, they put uh, Finn back in the ring. They beat the shot at him for a while. A ref tries to come in here to beat the shot at the ref. Like, fuck you, get out. We're still beating up Finn. Finn got his ass beat for a minute before the Undisputed Era's music hit. Undisputed Era's music hit. And I don't know if you noticed, but first person to come out first was Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly was the first one. And then you had Roddy and then you had Adam Cole. All in that order. So they all yep. came down. Uh, they they came for the save. And of course, you know, the hills run. And... Uh, Here's where all the fucking shit fucking really starts. So Kyle Riley picks up Finn. He says, we got your back. He points at the Undisputed Era uh, uh, hoodie. And he's basically saying, you're a good champ. And I don't know if that's basically saying are you to join us, you know, when he's pointing at the fucking Undisputed Era uh, logo. They all put up the Undisputed Era um you know, sign and Finn does his bullet club shit, and uh, out of nowhere, super kick to fucking Finn, and then Kyle's like, "What the fuck? I just got him on, uh, got him to join our fucking group." And you know, Roddy's trying to stop both of them from fighting. From there, he comes down. Adam comes down. Kyle comes down. Super kick to Kyle Riley. I'm just gonna say this. I fucking love it. Let's go. Let's go. Um, it's definitely interesting, you know, the one main gripe, and I always say this, um, if you're going to have somebody interfere, don't play their goddamn theme song because it takes away from this surprise. Like I want to know as soon as somebody hits the ring, okay, it's this person. We can tell who it is. You don't have to play their theme song, but this company is so overproduced that that's just what they do. You're not the only company that does it. What's that? I, I've definitely heard other companies do the same shit. They're yeah, not the only WWE, because WWE knows one way to tell stories, and they don't deviate and do it any way else. They, they're stuck in their ways, thanks to Vince McMahon, who's 80 freaking years old. And but, it's just, if you're going to have somebody interfere, don't play with their theme song. That's all I'm asking for. It's so annoying. It, it takes the suspense, the excitement, anything out of it. And it really wasn't an interference. It's more of a save. Well, interference, save, whatever. Just don't play the theme song. Wait, the go level. ahead. Go ahead to uh, your thoughts about this. Um, I thought it was a really good match. Uh, I was thinking that maybe Pete Dunne was going to win, but he didn't. Um, I'm fine with it. Finn Balor is awesome. So they're really running with him as the NXT champion. So um, we'll see how long his reign lasts. But I thought this match was really, really good. Solid main event um, to cap off a really, really good show. What about the ending? Um, it's interesting. I mean, where does where do people go from here and what's going to happen next? It's always interesting when stuff like that happens and now the undisputed era it looks like they're gonna break off and 
it was a good run, but it's I think it's time to do something different. So you know Kyle Riley can go. Yeah. I, mean, I know you watched ROH big big time oh, yeah. back, back with Kyle and Adam and Roddy were all over there. We yeah. know all, all, all three of those guys can work. Oh so, yeah. Even Bobby can work when he's healthy. But I'm definitely looking forward to see what's next for the, for the undisputed area. Um, uh, do we want to talk about what happened at the end of the show, right as they were going off the air, or did that happen on NXT on Wednesday? I can't remember. That was on Wednesday. Okay, that was Wednesday. Okay, so we'll, we're still getting to it. All right. So, yeah, a lot of shit happened, like with this whole this whole undisputed era shit. You know, we might as well go ahead and start with, you know. We might as well continue with the NXT Weekly Show. So, moving on to NXT Weekly Show, of course, Kyle Riley opens up the show calling out Adam Cole. He wants to know what the fuck happened. Like, why? Why did you do this shit, you know? And he still had the Undisputed Era gear on, too. Just want to throw it out there. Yep. Just want to throw it out there. But then, he doesn't get an answer from um, Adam Cole. It's Finn who comes out, and Finn said, I should be asking you what the fuck happened because, you know, I handed my hand out, you know, trusting you, and you basically crossed me. But, you know, it wasn't him. It, it was basically Adam on some other shit. So, of course, you have the team of Pete Dunne. Uh, Danny Birch and Oni Larkin break all this shit up. They don't give a fuck about none of this undisputed era drama, and all hell breaks loose. So, uh, they're fighting Roddy, Finn, and Kyle and, like, outside the ring, and we hit to a commercial. And moving on, let's go and start about let's talk about some matches. So, we actually saw this match a few uh, weeks ago, it was uh, to see who would uh, go to the finals. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus The Way, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hardwell. Now, I, now, get ready, ladies and gentlemen, to hear Nate talk his bullshit in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, match was good. You know, match was... I thought the match was solid until later on. You know, you have, first of all, you have Jenny Gargano. He's at commentary. And uh, I don't know where you see some white fucking van... Um, just pulls up. Mind you, what something that we didn't mention. Uh, Austin Theory got robbed. Uh, not robbed, but uh, he got um, kidnapped at Dexter, by, by aliens. Dexter Loomis. Yeah, he got fucking kidnapped by Dexter Loomis at Takeover. So they're still missing. Um, missing dude. So the match is going on. I thought the match was cool. Match was going on good. Uh, of course, Candice LeRae getting her shit in. Amber getting her shit in. Shotzi getting her shit in. Andy getting her shit in. The white uh, van pulls up. Johnny Gargano goes to see what's up. I don't know where Johnny comes back and who's he with. Austin Theory. Now, what pisses me off? I'm pissed off about this shit. <laughs> Candice was about to get a dub. Or they was about to get a W. Candice stops that shit. Runs to the fucking um to the top of the fucking entrance and jumps up and down like oh we have Austin back and one two three 
Indy loses the fucking match with a roll-up. And Candice looks stupid in the process. It's like, when something happens, finish the match and then worry about your shit later. They're really making the way look retarded. I know. Am I the only one that sees it now? No, but like, I mean, I know you saw it already. I know you've been saw it, but I'm starting to see it. I saw it from the beginning. Anything that involves Johnny is stupid. I just um, need the way or Candace to lead the way and do her own thing. I thought Candace was doing well when she was uh, infused with fucking Io Shirage. Or get out of the way. Or go away. Oh, shit. But that's what happened with the uh, with the way. Uh, who knows what's next with Dexter with with uh, Dexter Loomis and uh, Austin Theory? Something's gonna happen. Now, before I talk about the next match, let's talk about who signed with the WWE, making his return to the WWE. None other. I'm, see, I'm over forgetting. Forgetting those TNA's names, shit. I'm about to look that up real, real quick. What's my guy's name? Eli, Eli Drake. Eli fucking. I Drake. knew that, and I don't even watch that shitty company. Come on, skits. Eli Drake makes his fucking return to the WWE and cuts a fucking sick ass promo. By the way, may I say, uh, in a pre-show, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what he's gonna bring to the table. Honestly. What's his name now? L.A. Knight? Yeah, he's from L.A., uh, mind you. He is from L.A., so I, I think that's why he's his name is L.A. Knight. Well, no, they did it so that it, it would have the same theme of uh, his original TNA, or his TNA name, so now he can, like, he can keep his same cadence for his promos and do everything the way that he did in TNA, so I get it. So, yeah... Eli Drake, aka now LA Knight, basically uh said whoever's the um whoever's the NXT champ or whoever's the fucking North American champ, you know, you better uh hold on to top tight because I'm coming for it. I'm definitely looking forward to uh seeing what he brings to the table. I think he's gonna bring a lot to the table, honestly. It's definitely an interesting signing. Um NXT is stockpiled with talent. So him coming in is just going to add to that. So let's go. Without a doubt. Moving on to weekly to the to the weekly show, we had the the um, a matchup with Swerve Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Leon Ruff. Before we talk about this match, how you liking uh, Swerve's new attitude? Um, I really like him, and I really like the character, so um, I think it's good. We'll see where it goes. So Isaiah Square Scott, Leon Ruff, they put on a solid one um, this week on NXT. Uh, of course, Leon Ruff coming with another upset and getting the win. Swerve had a rough day. After the match, Swerve's like, what the fuck? And just beats the shot of uh, 
Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff has been having it rough. <laughs> <laughs> Leon Ruff been having it rough. He definitely has. But um, yeah, nothing too much to say about this match. I I don't even think you have any comments on this, really. Not really. Um, you said pretty much what I wanted to say. So, moving on. On. Yeah, let's move on. Casey and Caden. I like their tag team. I just want to throw it out there. I'm I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting to like them as a tag team. They went out there and they uh faced Aaliyah and Jesse, and they basically jobbed them out. Nothing really to talk about here. They just got their shit in. So Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax shows up in the middle of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez's uh, celebration. And um, it looks like in two weeks we're going to have a NXT, excuse me, WWE Women's title match. And Raquel Gonzalez definitely uh got her shit in on the mic this week. Oh yeah. She kinda shows some personality. She's gonna be a star, so um yeah, it's her mic skills weren't that great to begin or at the beginning, but she's coming to her own or she's coming to her into her own. Um she's got so much star potential, so I hope that she can maximize it to the best of her ability because she's got all the talent in the world. And I believe that she could be a big deal on the main roster. I hope I, I know people, I know WWE might separate her and Dakota Kai, but I think they need to stay together. Well, they need to stay together for now, but you know, eventually they'll separate them because that's just what they do. do you, let me ask you, would you separate them? Not right now. Down Not now, but like down the road, would you separate them? Down the line, yeah. If there's a storyline or a situation that calls for it, sure. But as long as that doesn't happen, then just keep them together because they're great. So two weeks, this match happens. Um, I kind of think they're going to win. Uh, they've been burying the shit of fucking... Uh, you think the fucking uh, uh, the fucking women's champs like they've been getting pinned by fucking you know people they haven't people they should be getting pinned by you know you know what I'm saying like on Raw yeah. and SmackDown not just SmackDown but and Raw so it's like I forgot who they got I think somebody Liv Morgan somebody I don't know somebody maybe fucking uh, um. Lana or somebody pinned one of them for sure uh, on Raw. Pinned Nia Jax. Huh? Lana for sure pinned Nia Jax on Raw because that was the match where (laughs) Nia Jax hit the, uh, her ass hit the, (laughs) um, the apron and she yelled out, oh, my hole. Um, So that's where that came from. Um, but yeah, they've been losing a lot when they're not in tag matches. Yeah, so that's been happening, and SmackDown, something else happened. You want to just throw it out there now since we're already talking about these girls? Well, you, you're talking about that they did the same exact spot again? 
Well, I'm talking about the women's, uh, not the women's, but uh, on SmackDown, Nia got pinned again by, um, what's what's his name? Uh, fucking Carmella's boy. Uh, crap, I can't remember. Uh, almost. Is that no. his name? Uh, shit, I can't remember. I know who he's, <laughs> I forget his original. Yeah. Reginald. Reginald, <laughs> yeah, Reginald. Yeah, he pinned fucking Nia Jack. So it's like, yeah. they're already burying her. So are they going to lose these titles? Fuck. That's the real question. Do you what think they lose the titles? They should. And if they win those titles, it, I, I think you bring those titles to NXT. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like after that, I, I think Nia would take the pin and then Shayna Baszler would get pissed off and just beat the shit out of her, which I'm, I'm hoping that's what happens. Um, but yeah, bring the titles to NXT, get some shine in NXT for, or have them shine in the NXT for a while. Um, because they haven't really been featured on NXT that much and they should be. That's a fact. Moving on. Kushida versus Tyler Russ. I thought this was a good match. It was a real good match. Uh, Tyler yeah. Russ out here is showing, you know, that he can go. And a lot of people don't know, Tyler Russ actually was in the New Japan LA uh, dojo uh, yep. before, he, before he got signed to uh, WWE. And uh, he showed uh, his talents uh, against Kushida. Oh, yeah. And, and it's crazy because I'm looking at uh, Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report gave this fucking match a B as a grade. They tear out of their mind. Oh, I can re- we can recap the show. That's funny. They're out of their mind. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> I, I thought this was a good match. I don't uh, the ratings for matches, really, unless it's in a star rating format because, let's face it, it's all kayfabe and it's all opinion, but... Yeah, it's unless it's a star rating by like Dave Meltzer or whatever, or um, somebody that like is prominent in the wrestling business, whose opinion I trust. Like, I really don't like take some goober from Bleacher Report's ratings seriously. Well, Kashida um, made Tyler Russ tap out, and I believe it's Tyler Russ. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this his first time losing? Second time, maybe. If so. First or second? Yeah, so they haven't really been, you know, out here making him look bad. You know, he's been doing his thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, The weird thing for me was Kushida wearing, like, street clothes. I thought it was weird. Kushida always wears street clothes. That's the funny thing. Another thing that was weird, Kushida was in the backstage um, getting taped up and shit. And fucking... um, What's the big dude's name? Uh, fuck. What's his fucking name? What are these dudes? I forgot. Come on, man. It's making me. Why am I forgetting this dude's name? Bronson Reed. Bronson yeah. Reed. Bronson Reed comes in the back like, I have uh, problems with Johnny too. And uh, we can face each other to see who's facing him for the North American title. Who the Everybody- Bronson Reed, take your ass out of, get your ass off my TV. I'm sorry. Why? Get, 
Rosary, what has he done lately? What has he done for me lately? Nothing. Get off my TV. <laughs> Get off my fucking TV. Listen to you being all negative. That's hey, my job. I gotta be negative sometimes. <laughs> Get off my fucking TV. <laughs> you hate him. I don't. I mean, you know what? When he used to wrestle with PWG, fans used to boot the shit out of him. <laughs> I I'm believe. So I'm so dead ass. But uh, moving on, and I don't remember seeing her in the in the um, in the what you call it in the uh, women's classic. But Zoe Stark went one on one against some girl I've never heard of. Yeah, me neither. Valentina Faraz. I didn't know her name until I'm looking at this report. But yeah, Va- Va- Valentina Faraz. Yeah, I don't even think they. I thought they said Perez, but I don't even think think they uh really named her it's just something out of this zoe stark chick was looking like a beast oh yeah like i saw her and like i think the match was only a couple minutes but like she she has star potential she's got a good look she moves well and yeah i think she's gonna be good like just seeing her one time it's she's you look at somebody, you see them one time, and you can tell if you've got a mind for the business or if you've watched it as long as we have, that you can tell, okay, this person, no, this person, yes. And when I saw Zoe Stark, it's like, oh, yeah, she is going to be, she's got the body type that Vince likes. Um, she's going to be something. Yeah, she, and her finisher was retarded nice. It was I had to go back and watch it again because I couldn't believe it. But yeah, it was freaking awesome. It was like a, um, like she, she threw Valentina up and like did like almost like a go to sleep. It was the craziest freaking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots to uh, come for uh, Miss Zoe Stark. Moving on. Now, quick question. What's the deal with uh, Cross and um, Santos? What do you mean, besides the fact that they rule? I mean, it looks like they're having a little beef. I don't know. It, there was a little package where Scarlett and Cross were talking shit about Santos Escobar. Like, is there, are they really going to fight for the Cruiserweight title? I don't think so. Um, I don't think Cross meets the weight limit for it. Because you got to remember, you got to be like kayfabe, it's 205. So, and I think Cross is way above that. So, unless this company decides to say, screw it, we're going to call it the X Division title or some other bullshit like TNA did, um, which the X Division was awesome when it first started, don't get me wrong. But, like, if they had Cross challenged for the Cruiserweight title, I don't think it would make much sense. Or so is it if, that Cross just fucking just wants to destroy Santos yeah, Escobar? I think it is. Is it's? But why? They, I don't get the logic of this fucking feud. Neither do I. But if it's a, if it's a match that they're having, if it's not for the cruiserweight title, because it shouldn't be, because Cross doesn't meet the weight limit, so that would piss me off if it was. But yeah, it's. Um, I don't know what they're doing with it, but uh, we'll see where it goes. I guess. But yeah, I thought it was weird too. Because I was like, Cross can't challenge for the Cruiserweight title, so why is this happening? But if it's a match, a non-title match, then that's fine. 
or they must not have nothing for Cross. Like, if, has Cross forgot about that NXT title that he never yeah. lost? I was gonna say that because it's like, okay, I saw that, and it's like, dude, you you had the NXT title. You he what got injured or something? Yeah, and then some of it, and it was really freaking weird. But it's like, shouldn't he immediately go after the NXT title? I would think so, but who knows? We'll see what happens with this. I just know he beat the shot of, um, you know, uh, Santos uh, Escobar's boy. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But moving on, main event, Pete Dunne, Larkin, Birch versus Finn Balor, Kyle Riley, and Roderick Strong. Of course, it was a solid uh, six-man tag, and uh, it got interesting. Of course, you got Adam Cole getting involved. Comes out of nowhere, pushes Finn when he's about to do the do his finisher on P. Dunn. Uh, from there, he sees Kyle Riley. I'm skipping everything because the match was the match. I'm getting to the good yeah. shit. The match, the, ma- the match, but the stuff that happened after the match was over is more important. Right. Adam Cole sees Kyle Riley, double kick to the face, and then brain buster on the fucking um, still steps. After that, um, I guess you know, Birch or Oni Larkin, one of the two, is trying to get the belt. I think it was Ernie Larkin. Roddy Strong with that fucking high ass knee to the face, and then he like asks Finn, "Is he okay?" But Finn does a fucking uh, Pele kick to the face. Shouldn't have done that because I was the wrong person. <laughs> he done took advantage and plants on with the bitter end to get the one, two, three. And then after that. Adam Kobebe gets back in the ring, super kicked him to uh, Finn, and holds the title. Like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I am Adam Kobebe. <laughs> but let's talk about... First, before you talk about what, we, what we're going to talk about, what did you think about that whole ending there? Um, I thought it was crazy. Um, the turn was unexpected. Um, I didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody did. Um, they weren't really planting seeds because normally, normally, like when WWE does it on the main roster, they'll like they'll hint at it for a while. At least when back when WWE told stories because they don't anymore. But when they told effective stories back in the day, they would slowly lead up to it. And this kind of seemed like it was out of nowhere. And I think that was kind of the design where. Like, they probably just said, sat at the booking table and said, screw it, let's just do this and get it over with. No build, whatever. And it was done for shock value, and it shocked the hell out of me. And I knew that the Undisputed, the, the undisputed Era wasn't going to last forever, um, but I wasn't expecting it to end like this. Shock the system. Pretty much. Adam Cole basically shocked the system for sure because I didn't expect this shit. Nobody did. But um, 
you know, I, I'm at work or whatever, and I'm hearing because I didn't get to watch this live. And a lot of bullshit is going on. I'm talking about. I was at work too, so I came back to it and like. You want to talk about it? Go ahead. Over Twitter. Go ahead. But um, apparently, okay, so I'm going to go on a rant here. Um, so prepare yourselves. But some idiot on the internet, and I don't know who it is, so I can't name names. But one person who is not a reputable, reputable source, not anything in the wrestling business, was there. And they said that at the end of all this commotion, Kyle O'Reilly was on the ground. And at the end of NXT, he was spitting up stuff and apparently shaking. And they were saying that he had a seizure. Okay. Well, then WWE came out and said, no, it was an angle, okay? So they had to backtrack on whatever it was that this fan thought was a seizure and said, no, had to clarify, no, it's an angle. May and I cut in real quick? What's up? They uh, put off uh, Kyle Riley with a stretcher also, so... Well, yeah, they did that too, but everyone, the one person said, oh, it's a seizure, and then everybody else was jumping on the bandwagon saying, oh, he had a seizure. To me, it doesn't look like he had a seizure. That's not what I thought at all. But because of one idiot on the internet, then everybody, it blows it out of proportion. Everybody thinks he had a seizure when he didn't. It was something that they had, WWE had to backtrack on because everybody thought that happened. And then people were coming at WWE because they admitted it was a storyline. It's like, no, you fans jump to conclusions way too fast and you made up your minds that it was a seizure when it wasn't. So WWE is not at fault for it. The fans are the ones that thought, believe this person who said this, that, Oh, it was in fact a seizure when this person had no fucking clue that it was or wasn't. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how it is, and uh, you hear something, he say, she say, you know how it is. Yeah, they do, but it's like even, okay, if WWE did a storyline where someone had a seizure, okay, fine. People are going to complain, people are going to get pissed, that's not what happened, but in the case that that was what happened, it's wrestling, okay? They use things to further storylines all the time real life situations that happens to real people and it's going to offend people every freaking time. That's just the nature of what they do. But then you've got people attacking WWE for no freaking reason and saying that, Oh, they're a horrible company because they, they fake somebody have having a seizure. No, they didn't. So that's my two cents on it. That's what I really wanted to go in on because basically Colorado was, was selling. Yeah, he was selling and he's a really good seller you have to realize that these guys, it's like wrestling is a show. Granted, real things do happen, but 90% of the time they're selling an injury on TV, a fake TV show, okay? And yes, wrestling, like, wrestling's fake, newsflash, but it's a TV show. 
So whatever happens, it's like, unless they say, oh, this, this is what happened, whatever, Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure, okay, fine. Then it's legitimately that. But WWE does come out and say shit like, oh. Oh, uh, I know they do. But to have a fan do it first and then have WWE have to say, no, it wasn't, that's messed up. And fans, like, just, like, the fans were pissed off because they got worked into something that, never freaking happened so and that's another thing wrestling fans like are stubborn nowadays it's we have the internet back in the 90s when i was a kid when i was growing up watching this stuff the reason i fell in love with it is okay i was too young to understand the ins and outs of the business so when i got worked it was fine now people are old enough and they don't like to be worked Well, when that's the wrestling, that's the wrestler's job is to work you, to make you believe it. You know how it is. Let's go ahead and move yeah. on, though. Unfortunately. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. And moving on, let's go to some AEW talk. I'm not sure what you guys heard because I might hit the mute button by my accident. I think you did. <laughs> you like you said, let's move on, and then you kind of dropped out. So, yeah, <laughs> let's go into some AEW talk, shall we? Uh, let's go ahead and start off with. Hangman Page, Matt Hardy going against Angelico and Jack Evans. Adam Page still putting in fucking work, showing why he's the fucking top star. Me and Tom talked about this last week on how they were drinking at the bar and Matt Hardy had him sign something, basically. And and they were showing, and uh, basically, uh, Adam Page said, I didn't sign nothing. I signed something else. I signed basically, if I win, I get you know, are your royalties and you basically it's going to be royalties for royalties. You know, they're fighting for money, basically. So, um, oh, someone didn't read a contract in wrestling <laughs> before they signed it. <laughs> well, remember Matt Hart. I mean, well, Matt Hardy tried to get Adam Page drunk at the fucking um, at the bar. So he thought dude didn't read it. So when Matt Hardy wasn't drinking at the oh, bar. Was he- Oh, he signed it when he was drunk. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, he thought he man was drunk enough. You know how uh, <laughs> Adam Page's uh, his uh, characters, yeah, is these days. But um, Adam Page got he definitely put in work um, this week, and of course Matt Hardy's still doing the uh, shit that I spoke about two weeks ago, blind tags and all. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, him and uh, Adam Page get the win. But after uh, Matt Hardy has has uh, Angelico and Jack Evans jumping, so it looked like this story is gonna happen. Like I said, 
this story does not need to happen. But the Dark Order come for the save. So damn it, make fucking Adam Page the fucking leader of the Dark Order already. Let's go. Yeah, they really should. Um, they, uh, ever since the unfortunate passing of Luke Harper, they, they've kind of been faces now ever since that happened. But um, they, they're kind of lost in the shuffle, and they really need a solid leader to help bring the whole thing together. And the cold so, card is, Adam, was the person who told them to go save Adam Page? What was that? The, I said the person who told, um, who, uh, told the Dark Order to go uh, save Adam Page was, was, um, was uh, uh, Luke Harper's, uh, a.k.a. Brody Lee's uh, son. So we'll see what happens. Women's title... Women's World Title Eliminator match, tournament match, Serena Deep against Rio. And I thought this was an actual technical, a great technical women's match. Uh, AEW's women's uh, division starting to step up a little bit, I would say. Serena Deep is really, really good. For real. And uh, I thought her and uh, Rio went out there and showed off. Honestly, I wouldn't have been mad if Serena D beat Rio, but Rio comes comes up with, with the victory for the one, two, three, and uh she'll be advancing. Moving on, Orange Cassidy is goes against Luther. Not sure who this Luther guy is still, but Orange Cassidy goes with the win, of course. Moving on. Team Taz comes down. And last week they basically uh they got they uh, put uh, Darby Allen in a fucking body bag and just fucking drove off while he was in the body bag. <laughs> and yeah, and um, this just week kidding. they this week they call out Sting. Sting comes out and Sting is powerbombed by fucking Brian Cage. So uh, wasn't a good idea. I mean, definitely wasn't a good idea. Yeah, the dude has neck issues, spinal spinal stenosis. He shouldn't be taking power bombs. Because a power bomb almost killed him in the WWE. I was about to mention, like, you guys want to hurt him after Seth Rollins almost hurt him? <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, don't have a 62-year-old man take power bombs for the love of God. I didn't know he was 62. I didn't. Yeah. Moving on. AEW Tag Team Championship match. And I didn't know this was fucking uh, Santana and Ortiz's first tag title match in AEW. In a whole fucking year. That's crazy. Very crazy and kind of insulting, if you ask me. Considering they're part of uh, Jericho's stable. They yeah. should have been. Before fucking MJF joined, uh, you know, and, and, and like everybody that was in their group trying to go after tagging titles, they should have been after them motherfuckers a long time ago. Oh, if you yeah. ask me. But Santana Ortiz going against the Young Bucks. Solid tag team match. Um, I thought Ortiz and uh, Santana looked very good in this match. Looking good. Look, they should be top contenders for those tag team titles. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Young Bucks come for the W. No surprise. Matt and Mike Seidel. Did you know Matt Seidel has a fucking brother? Yeah, he was. Uh, Mike Seidel was in uh, Ring of Honor. Um. It wasn't like a long run, 
but it was uh like maybe two or three months. But yeah, I did know that. So Matt and Mike Seidel went went against FTR, and uh, Matt and Mike definitely got their shit in. I never would have guessed they were brothers because they don't look alike at all. At all. <laughs> like so they uh, Mike they definitely had long blonde hair or whatever it was. Uh, he had black hair. Okay, so then he dyed it because in ROH it was he had long blonde hair, and I'm like, he's Matt Seidel's brother? No freaking way. Yeah. So. Uh... Match was solid. Uh, FTR comes up with the W. After the match, they try to cut one of the Seidel's hair, and the lights go off. And on the Titan try, it's uh, like a video of Luchasaurus's mask, and then the lights come on, and then Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and uh, the little shorty. <laughs> Marco Runt. Marco Stutt. Marco Runt. Little shorty Marco Stutt goes out and uh, they come for the save. So Off my TV. I, I already shared it on like a few weeks ago. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Moving on. John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, Lance Archer against Eddie Kingston, Butcher and Blade. Butcher and Blade, trash. Um, yep. Agreed. <laughs> But uh, this match was whatever, honestly, if you ask me. Um, Mox, Arch, Archer, and Phoenix with the win. And I don't know where, of course, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Kenny Omega, Ken, uh, Kenny Omega, Carl Anderson, and Doc come out. And they beat the shit out of everybody, for sure. Uh, and, of course, the main person they're beating up is none other than Mox. And he says, uh, he talked to Tony Khan, and you want to be my, and he said, at the, he said, basically, at Revolution, we'll be having a match. It's going to be a death match. Kenny Omega looked like a goober, by the way. Yeah, with his boots on? Yeah, and the shirt, worst fashion sense of any wrestler I've ever seen. He's trying to have that heel look going up. Uh, well, he definitely has a heel look. He looks like a giant douchebag, but... Hey, I, I like it. You know, if you're a heel, you gotta be looking like a douche. Uh, <laughs> I guess, but it's like, that's who he kind of is, so I guess it's okay. It's just, I saw a picture of it, and I'm like, really? He looks like he shops at the dollar store. You know how it is. If I was a heel, I'd look like a freaking straight-up douche, too. <laughs> Get some heat. Moving on. And we start off with none other. That's some SmackDown talk. Roman Reigns coming down. And and he's uh, basically having a face-to-face with Edge. And I think Edge killed him in this promo. He oh, said, yeah. You need, he, he said, you need me. To, to fucking main event. He said, otherwise, you're not in the main event. Um, and then, after that, Roman was, like, saying something about, I am the main event, because he has, he's he's main evented more manias in a row than anybody. More than Hogan. So, he basically went on a rant, pissed off at Edge, saying that, oh, I am the main event of WrestleMania. 
So, and of course he's going to do that because he's, I'm the head of the table. I'm this, I'm that. So it's why not? I'm the main event of WrestleMania. And with the two, the two nights this year, I wonder what's going to main event each show, but I'd imagine that edge and, um, Roman will main event one of the nights. And I believe they should. I won't be surprised if the women's going to main event. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Have the main, the women main event night one, and then have edge and Roman main event night two. For sure. I love drew McIntyre, but he got it last year. True. Also, um, random side note, but I noticed that there was a video that was um, on Instagram. Apparently, they're going to use uh, blinding lights by uh, uh, what's his name again for the theme of WrestleMania, since it was a theme for WrestleMania last year, and it kind of was well WrestleMania really it happened, but it didn't really happen. So I guess they're using the same theme song they used last year which is fine that's cool they don't have to pay nobody <laughs> yeah plus that song is like still really really popular so moving on since we're on some promo talk let's talk about Seth Rollins Seth Rollins came out on the stage said that um, every one of his friends turned their backs on him walking out on him last week that's because he's a dork <laughs> He also said he also said that only he said everybody's a bunch of losers and he said he said that you know out of all of them the only person that made it about himself was Cesaro and he's gonna have and, and he said for any concerns he's gonna I don't know what this fucking story is about <laughs> something about with him and the fucking WWE's about his lawyers are going to talk to him. It's like, what are you doing with Seth? I'm glad you don't know because I was lost watching it. What are we doing with Seth is my question. I have help no me, clue. Help me understand what's going on with Seth. Help me help you figure out what the hell's going on here. I have no clue what's going on with Seth. but it, Nobody does, I don't think. I don't even think he knows. <laughs> Seth, where you at, bro? Because I don't know this guy. Moving on. Shinsuke Nakamura has a match with Apollo Crews with B with Big E at ringside on the couch with his feet out. Let me throw that out. With his feet out. <laughs> Big E is great. With his feet out. Um, put him in the little thing. Uh, you know, get the shit right. And I think he had a fucking dinner right there too. Uh, so what about this going on? You know, Michael Cole and and none other than Corey Graves keep bringing up fucking Apollo Crews, but he's like, "Yo, fucking stop talking about this guy. Let's talk about Cisco Nakamura. Let's let's talk about how he should be a WWE World Champ." He said, "When he's all said and done, we need to realize we need to appreciate this guy." So, uh, matches solid. You know, Cisco Apollo still putting in work on a weekly basis. Uh, but Shinsuke gets the win with the one, two, three. And after the match, uh, Apollo Crews attacks Shinsuke. And, you know, Big E gets up. He said, that's enough. That's enough. Go to the back. And when he thinks everything is good, Apollo Crews attacks him. And um, it's crazy because I really feel like 
remember the spot where he had the fucking still still uh spot uh the uh still steps in his hands and he threw it over. I don't that, think Vicky was there. I Vicky was not there at all. No, he wasn't. Like they they cut so many times. This is why like and I mentioned this when I was, it was watching funny, though. It was the funny. progress show earlier because I had to rewatch it because I'm like because I, I saw him throw the steps and I'm like, wait a minute, what just happened? Like it didn't make any sense. Like they cut it and it's like then he was like it was a really bad cut and like so I'm a video editor, so I can catch these things better than other people, but like you can tell that he was not there. And then they cut to him laying under the steps. It was really, really weird. True. When they did that, I'm like, but know, I thought he died. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we yeah. doing here? But I understand what they was doing. Trying to murder people on TV. I understand what they was doing. Apollo Cruz making this man look like a strong hill. It's looking like Apollo Cruz, Shisuke, Biggie, possibly. Or can we just? Are you fine with that? Or can we just get another fucking Biggie Apollo Cruz? Because I'm fine with them two again. I'm okay with whatever they do. Um, Biggie and Apollo Crews have great chemistry. I don't like Shinsuke's fine being there, but again, he really doesn't need to be. Um, to me, he's above the Intercontinental title, but apparently they don't think so. So, but uh, we get what we get with this company at this point. So. I'm not really, I mean, you, you guys know me, like I, I'll shoot, I'll go off, whatever, but it's, I'm at the point with WWE where some of it's so stupid that it's just like, okay, whatever, that's fine, do it, get it over with. But Biggie's out here killing the game right about now. Um, Shinsuke, Biggie most likely is going to be a triple threat going forward. We'll see what happens. No, I, like like, but I definitely like how they put out Biggie. I'm wondering if they're going to do it at Mania or if they're going to do it at the next pay-per-view, which is, it'll be Fastlane, which will be the first offering on Peacock. No, nah, I'm pretty sure it'll be uh, Animation Chamber. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I forgot that that's on Sunday. Duh. It'll definitely be Chamber. Technically, well, yeah, later tomorrow. Moving on. We had a uh, main event match. Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Cesaro against Sami Zayn, Jay Uso, and, and King Corbin. Uh, I think this is the first time Sami and Kevin have been on SmackDown TV since they were a tag team. Like, together right. in, the same, uh, in the same area. And Mark, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. They've been, since they were a tag team, like... You mean like when some when they because they didn't didn't they do like a loser leaves town or loser leaves raw and then one of them had to go to SmackDown. Yeah, but, but they didn't they they didn't fight each other. I don't think they they fought each other. Well, they did they did on Raw, I thought, but I could be totally wrong because it was so long ago. But uh, I thought it was like Sam McMahon was feuding with one of them. Well, he was feuding with Kevin forever. Yeah, it was it, Kevin. I thought, you know, if you lose, you leave. I thought yeah, that was something like right. that. Yeah. No, that does ring a bell. But, of course, you know, all, all, all six of these gentlemen got their shit in. Towards the end of the match, 
Daniel Bryan with the uh, taps out, taps out none other than I believe it was Sami Zayn. He yep. tapped out. That tapped out Sami Zayn, and uh, of course, uh, somehow Edge and fucking and um, Roman get involved. Edge spears somebody. I forgot who he speared, and Roman spears Edge. He speared. So, I think. Huh. I think he speared Sammy. Okay, Edge, Edge speared Sammy, and then out of nowhere, here comes Roman with the spear. So, does is it is it looking like this possibility we get a spear versus spear uh, match at, at um, WrestleMania? I think it's going to be Roman and Edge. I really do. I don't want it to happen, but it most likely is going to happen. Well, what would you rather have happen? Edge beat <laughs> Roman or Edge beat Drew McIntyre? I don't know. The end, probably... like, either way, like Edge is going after the title that he never lost. And that's the story. And it makes more sense for him to go after the WWE title than the Universal title anyway. Because the Universal title wasn't around when he was... So around. that means he would have to go after... Um, that means he would go after fucking uh, Drew McIntyre. He... Oh, wait. I'm screwing up who's who's the champion of what. Drew McIntyre is a WWE world champ. You're right. Um, no, I, I do think you're right. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Roman and Edge. That seems to be the match that they're going for. What so, WC, though? I'm just glad it's not going to be Orton and Edge again because I don't need to see that match again. That match last year sucked. Yeah, we'll 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 definitely have to see what happens. But moving on, I think that's it on the whole SmackDown, AEW, NXT talk, uh, Raw uh, update on what's going on in Raw. Taking Miz's spot, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I heard about this. They're going to try and recreate the uh, Kofi Mania from two years ago, and it's not going to work. I don't feel like they're recreating it. I just feel like it didn't make sense for Miz to be in it for the first place because Miz is already the money to make winner. Why is he in a fucking championship match? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that means that, like, that opens up the possibility, does he cash in at Chamber then? Say that one more time. Does he cash in a chamber then after one of the matches? M- most likely. He has to. Yeah. I'm sick of that briefcase. I want it to go away, and I never wanted Man, to come. I, I like the briefcase, but on him, it's got to go. I, I think it's a tired concept. It was cool when Edge did it. It's cool when RVD did it, and now it's just like, so stupid because guys will come in. Oh, I'm gonna cash in my briefcase, and then the referees act. I feel like, like oh. it's better on baby faces or guys that really deserve it. Yeah, well, it's. I'd much rather have them just like say, "Okay, I won the briefcase. This is when I'm gonna cash it in, so that everybody knows, and we don't have to deal with this." Oh, I'm gonna cash in, and then the bell ring. Miz didn't even need the fucking shit. Let's be real. Oh, I know, but. Wouldn't surprise me if he got who, it. Let me ask you this: It's brought on the subject. Who would you have gave the money in the bank to? Who was even in that match? I can't even remember. 
and uh, Raw? When they had the Money in the Bank match, who was in it? Hmm. Shit, I'm about to look that up. Money in the I Bank. Hold on. Money in the Bank 2000 what? Because I wouldn't... Well, it was 2020. When they did it off of a... You remember Rey Mysterio died because he fell off a building? That was retarded. See, and we were going through a lot of shit right there, you know? Well, yeah, because he lost an eye in the same year, and yeah. I'm just saying the WWE period, I mean, all of us, period, was going through a lot of shit. They still uh, are. So, in that Money in the Bank was AJ Styles, uh, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Daniel Bryan, Baron Corbin, and um, and what's his name? The one that had it. The one that won the shit. The, the... Otis. Otis. That freaking guy. AJ I think, or Alistair Black should have won that shit. Fuck what you said. I th- no, I think that uh, AJ Styles should have won it. And, like, having Otis win it when, like, they they never should have done that and then had him lose it to Miz. That whole thing was stupid. Um, Because now we have to put up with Miz with the stupid... Yeah, AJ probably should have won it because AJ's done everything. I think he's won everything except for... He has. Except for money. And the, and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He hasn't won the Royal Rumble yet. But he's he's done, like... He's only been with the company for, like, what? Since 2016, I believe. Let's not forget he was tag team champions with Chris Jericho. People yeah. forget that. People forget it. <laughs> People forget it. I forgot it. Did I just remind you? Shit. Yeah. But, yeah, he's literally done everything except for the... Uh, money in the bank and the one other thing so he hasn't been the women's champion (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah dates uh coming up for new japan um so next week you got the uh so they're doing the road road to Castle Tax shows. Um, I'm not sure if there's one tonight or tomorrow or whatever. Um, there was one last weekend, and I looked at the card, and I'm like, I'm tired. I just did the show. I'm not going to stay up for this. So, card Can I be really... honest real quick? What's up? Most of the road to shows are like not really interesting unless it's going to be a big time match. Oh, they're fun. Like I never like I'm never disappointed by New Japan. Like they've never let me down. Um, ever like in the f- since I've been watching them in since 2014, or when did I watch my first G1? When I like watched like 120 matches in like five days, I think that was 2014 with the uh G1 Climax 24. Yeah, that's when it was. But ever since then, it's like I've never seen a bad show from them. Um, some of the pandemic shows are kind of questionable. But I just wasn't, like, feeling the card that night when I was like, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to sleep. So that's what I did. So the Road 2 shows don't really appeal to me much. But if I'm up, I'll watch them. So give us the dates on when the next uh, shows are. So the next shows, it's going to be Castle Attack. Um, They are February 27th and February 28th, which is next weekend, uh, Friday. Well, Saturday morning and then Sunday morning. Definitely. Um, 
next week we will have the whole squad with us, hopefully. At least hopefully we'll have time with us and we can talk more about the matches, uh, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think we're coming to an end here on the show. We'll be and we ended the show a little early this week too. Yeah, only one about an hour and fifteen minutes, but I think we ran through everything. We really don't have much to talk else to talk about. One thing I, I want to talk about before we end the show: Tony Khan is open to working with all promotions, and Triple H is open to working with any promotion too. Vince is not going to let that happen. I'm Vince, sorry. All right, let's talk. We're not talking Vince right now. We're talking Triple H though. Doesn't matter. Vince is in charge of the company. That's a fact. I still oh. want to make. A, I still want to make a fantasy booking. Hopefully next week we can get a fantasy booking where we just fantasy book just to fucking around. You, you guys know. can do that all you want, but I'm sorry. Like I'm like, I've never been a fan of fantasy booking. So if you guys want to do it, that's fine. But I'll stay out of that one. Of course, oh. Nate's gonna be the one that I'll still do the show. But no, it's just like. Nerds on the internet fantasy book, and it's just like it's never gonna happen, so it's like it's freaking pointless. Of course, Nate wouldn't, ladies and gentlemen. It's all good, it's just Nate, baby. <laughs> it's, all, it's just Nate. It's, it, you I know, just like to see it. Like, there's certain things in wrestling that I just won't touch, and that's just one of them because it's like it's it's unrealistic, it's there's no point, so it's pointless to even do it. I respect it, but um, let's uh. Shoot out with uh, our stuff. Yeah, since we didn't get it in last week, since we got cut off. Yeah, we apologize for that. Did you edit the show last week? Uh, we definitely got to edit. Okay. But uh, follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Heads. We will be uh, live tweeting for sure. I'm sure sure one of us will be uh, live tweeting uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, not sure what Revolution is, and I would like for us to start if Nate is up to it. Fucking just some live tweeting for New Japan, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, follow us uh on Instagram at Wrestling Heads. What else we got? Um, uh, WrestlingHeads.com is in the works right now, so I already seen a little preview of how it's gonna look. So hopefully, uh. We get that up soon, and we can get it going, get the news up, and all that to get shirt. Um, uh, shout out to Tom. Shout out to Lyle. Shout out to Matt Larry too. Definitely shout outs to them. Um, I'm gonna say something. Did we? We didn't touch on the progress show that happened on the network, but we, we didn't touch on it real quick. I don't know. It's up to you. It was, we, we're ending the show if you want to do that, but it's just, it was, I really, I'll just say this. I really enjoyed that show. Um, it was good wrestling, um, from a lot of people that I didn't really know. So it got me exposed to new people. Um, some of, a couple of them I knew, but anyway, thought the show was really good. It reminded me of why I love pro wrestling. Um, no nonsense pro wrestling, just guys beating the shit out of each other. Um, no storylines, no melodrama bullshit. 
Um, but yeah, it was, if you have the time, go check it out. It was about, it started at two, ended at about four thirty, So it was about two and a half hours, but it was pretty good. So, um, opinion network, folks. I know that, um, a couple other people that I saw on the, tweeting the show said that they didn't think the show was good. And then it was kind of, um, dra- it kind of dragged in the middle, but I thought it was good for what it was. So. I think I would like to see more of that from them. It kind of so. reminds me of a, um, of like a, uh, you know, these guys would be on, uh, there'll be like a development before they get to NXT UK. Yeah, that's the way it's looking. So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, progress was kind of a mess for a while. Um, the name, like. If I was WWE, I would drop the name Progress completely because I think the the name of it and the, the brand is damaged because of everything that happened over there. So if you're going to do this, like, I don't mind it, but, like, call it something different. Call it NXT something. Speaking of NXT, I want to throw out NXT Evolve is a thing that's yeah. been uh, fine around the internet this week. Yeah. Uh, which I'm hearing, I thought it was going to be like a promotion. I'm hearing two things. I'm hearing it's going to be a promotion. I'm hearing it's going to be like like a, a it's reality. Be, what I heard, it's going to be the development to get into NXT. You know they so, have Evolve, you know, Evolve Wrestling already, you know. And I heard they're gonna have like titles and shit too. So I'm hearing different stories. I'm not. I'm not too too much. I don't know too much. Next week, I say we start the show off by talking about NXT Evo. Yeah, because hopefully we'll have more to the story and we can fill some of the information in. Because right now I don't know a lot of information. Um, but from what I've heard from the get go is that it's gonna be like a development for to get to NXT. And I'm hearing some of the guys are over there that are actually that that are pretty good, good wrestlers too. Um, most of them are in the crowd right now. The guys that I'm speaking of, so most of these guys actually wrestle in uh, GC Dub too. The ones that I'm speaking <laughs> of. So well, next week we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get more to more more into it, and I want to start the show off talking about it. All right, sounds good. So, give out your uh, social medias and we'll get back to it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Headliner5. Um, follow me on Instagram at Headliner05. I'm trying to get more followers over there. Um, I'm not really on Twitter that much. Um, I work a lot, so last thing I want to do is come home to a bunch of people whining on the internet. So... Um, follow me on Instagram, following me on Twitter. Again, it's at headliner05. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, even though I hate it, uh, it's headliner5. And that's the number five not spelled out. So headliner5 for Instagram, headliner05 on, on, or I'm sorry, headliner5 on Twitter, um, the number five, and then headliner05, the number five on Instagram. Hey, shout out to my boy Norm who uh, gave us a listen, and uh, he's a fan of Nate's. <laughs> I appreciate that, Norm. 
So yeah. But uh until next week, I am Skits, that's Nate, and we are Wrestling Heads Radio. Peace out, folks. Peace out. <laughs>